Okay, so we are starting a new canto today. It's Canto Nine, Chapter One. This is uh, last time we had seen the Matsya Avatar of the Lord in the last canto, in the closing chapter. We had seen the Matsya Avatar and how it tells the king to save this entire group of people plus all those animals and birds and all that. So here in this we are doing King Sudhyamana becomes a woman. Sounds very strange, isn't it? So you are going a sexual change from male to female. So let us see. So King Sudhyamana becomes a woman. King Parikshit said, My Lord Sukhdev Goswami, you have elaborately, elaborately described all the periods of the various Manu. And within those periods, the wonderful activities of the Supreme Personality of Godhead who had unlimited potency. I am fortunate to have heard all this from you. Satyavrat, the saintly king of Dravid Desha, who received spiritual knowledge at the end of the last millennium, by the grace of the Supreme, later became Vivaswat, Vivaswata Manu, the son of Vivaswan. In the next Manavantara, that is the period of the Manu, I have received this knowledge from you. I also understand that such kings as Ishkwaku were his sons, as you have already explained. Now these are the basic Manus that have come over a period of time. So they are being described over here. O greatly fortunate Subdev Goswami, O great Brahmana, kindly describe to us separately the dynasties and the characteristics of all those kings, for we are always eager to hear such topics from you. Kindly tell us about the abilities of all the celebrated kings born in the dynasty of Vivaswatamanu, including those who have already passed, those who may appear in the future and those who exist at present. So various kinds of Manus have come and gone. So he is saying, can you kindly describe these various kinds of Manus that have come during this period of time? And what is it that has happened during that particular period? Sutta Goswami said, when Sukhdev Goswami, the greatest knower of religious principle, was thus requested by Maharaj Parikshit in the assembly in the assembly of all the scholars learned in the Vedic knowledge, he then proceeded to speak. I'll just open the window because it's become very dark. Sukhdev Goswami continued, O King, subduer of the enemies, now hear from me in great detail about the dynasty of Manu. I shall explain as much as possible, although one could not say everything about it, even in hundreds of years. So he is going to describe these Manus, how, what exactly has happened during that time. But you cannot, because this has happened many, many years ago. The transcendental supreme person, the super soul of all the living entities, who are in different stat statuses of life, high and low, existed at the end of the millennium when neither their manifested cosmos nor anything else but him existed. So during that particular period in time, the Supreme Person, that is the Divine Lord Himself, at the end of that particular millennium, you see every time when the entire thing comes to an end, there is an avatar which comes about, which is the closing avatar, which is the destructive avatar. But during that period of time, 
there are lots of avatars that have come about and gone. O King Parikshit, from the navel of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, was generated a golden lotus on which the four-faced Lord Brahma took the birth. From the mind of Lord Brahma, Marichi took birth. And from the semen of Marichi, Kashyapa appeared from the womb of the daughter of Daksha Maharaj. From Kashyapa, by the womb of Aditi, Vivaswan took birth. So these are the various lineages which have come about. O King, best of the Bharata dynasty, from Vivaswan, by the womb of Samajna, Shraddadeva Manu was born. Shraddadeva Manu, however, conquered his senses, begot ten sons in the womb of his wife Shraddha. The name of these sons were Ishwaku, Naga, Satyati, Dishta, Drishta, Kurukshaka, Narishyanta, Prasadhara, Nabhaga and Kavi. Manu at first had no sons. Therefore, in order to get a son from him, the great saint Vashishta, who was very powerful in spiritual knowledge, performed a sacrifice to satisfy the demigods Mitra and Varuna. During that sacrifice, Shraddha, Manu's wife, who was observing the vow of subsisting only by drinking milk, approached the priest offering the sacrifice, offered obeisance unto him and begged for a daughter. So, again, a new lineage is getting created. So, as usual, there is a story where the children were not there. So, they are asking the divine to give them certain number of kids. Told by the chief priest, now offer oblations. The person in charge of oblations took clarified butter to offer. And then he remembered the request of Manu's wife and performed the sacrifice while chanting the word Vasat. Now, this is a very strange... See, the, the mantra is beginning with the word Vasat. Ranam is reciting Vijaham Brahmana. When the Brahmana is supposed to say Swaha or supposed to say a particular term, if the words are mixed or like last time also I was telling you all, if the entire words or the way in which the pronunciation has happened, the way in which the entire st- the verses are mentioned, if you do not say those in a particular fashion, there is something which happens. Manu had begun the sacrifice for the sake of getting a son. But because the priest was diverted by the request of Manu's wife, a daughter named Ila was born. Upon seeing the daughter, Manu was not very satisfied. Thus he spoke to his guru Vashishta as follows. So there was a woman born at that time. Her name was Ila. So the change in the words brought about a change in the sex of that particular child. My lord, all of you are experts in chanting the Vedic mantras. Now, how then has a result been opposite to the one desired? This is a matter of lamentation. There should not have been such a reversal of the result of the Vedic mantra. So, Manu is asking, why is it like this? I mean, why you were supposed to know the mantra very well and you, your people were supposed to say it correctly. But what is this? Why is this kind of a fruit come from that? You are also self-controlled, well-balanced in mind and aware of the absolute truth and because of austerities and penances are completely cleansed of all the material contamination. Your words like those of demigods are never baffled. Then how is it possible that your determination has failed? It is like, you know, suddenly out of the blue, you know, we switch over to something else. It's just like our moods. You know, mood swings are there suddenly. 
so till that particular point in time you are you are behaving very nicely and suddenly you see somebody else coming along over there do you know how the mood swings suddenly from being a very very jovial and a nice person you become quiet and you look at that person in that particular anger it's exactly like how things happen suddenly out of the blue something has happened so he's asking them you people are supposed to be brahmanas your your focus and attention is absolute you are supposed to be concentrating on all these things and when you are concentrating on all these things naturally the result also will come correctly when you say the right kind of words then why is it that this particular point in time yet your determination has faltered there something has happened why is this that has happened the most powerful great grandfather vashishta after hearing the words of manu understood the discrepancy on the part of the priest thus he spoke as follows to the son of the sun god this discrepancy in the in the objective is due to your priest deviation from the original purpose however by my own prowess i shall give you a good son so at that point in time vashishta muni says the priest who was over there he has generated this loop in the system he is created this one word particular word that he said because of which a girl was born so now i will try to rectify this matter sukhdev goswami said o king parikshit after the most famous and the powerful vashishta made this decision he offered prayer to the supreme person vishnu to transform ila into a male so he is going to change that girl into a boy now okay so in today's day and age we do uh, you know sex change operations at that point in time the guru could just say some words and the sex change would happen think about it it would become so easy for everybody isn't it right so then you don't have a problem so uh, some of us should then uh, you know read all these things and become experts the supreme personality of godhead the supreme controller being pleased with vashishta gave him the benediction he desired thus ila was transformed into a very fine male named sudyumna so the lord gave him the power gave vashishta muni the power and said okay okay fine you can convert this girl into a boy o king parikshit the hero sudyumna accompanied by a few ministers and associates and riding on a horse brought from sindhu pradesha went once went into the forest to hunt he wore armor and was decorated with bows and arrows and he was very beautiful while following the animals and killing them he reached the northern parts of the forest there in the north at the bottom of mount meru is a forest known as sukumara where lord shiva always enjoys with uma sudyumna entered that forest so what happens during that time the boy has grown up and he is gone on a hunt so when he is gone on a hunt he has entered this particular place where he is now entered a place where shiva shiva and parvati are over there okay parikshit as soon as sudyumna who was expert in subduing enemies entered the forest he saw himself transformed into a female and his horse transformed into a mare when his followers also saw their identities transformed and their sex reversed they were all very morose and just looked at one another so suddenly is a magical place maybe you know when he enters that particular place at that point in time suddenly there is a change in the sex which happens when the male becomes a female and the female becomes a male 
so it's a reverse order which has happened and there is no female over there except the horse i think <laughs> so let us see what happens maharaj parikshit said oh most powerful brahmana why was this place so empowered and who made it so powerful kindly answer this question for i am very eager to hear about it sukhdev goswami answered great saintly persons who strictly observe the spiritual rules and regulations and whose own effulgence dissipated all the darkness in all the directions once came to see lord shiva in the forest so now there is another story which is at that particular point in time what happens the but this change in sex happens so naturally the one who is listening to the story wants to know why exactly this kind of a thing is happening so then what happens when the goddess ambika saw the great saintly person she was very much ashamed because at that time she was naked she immediately got up from the lap of her husband and tried to cover her breast so at that point what happened they have entered a place where shivji and parvati are sitting over there okay and ambika ambika is she was wife by the way she is known by different different name so she is sitting naked over there seeing lord shiva and parvati engaged in sexual affairs all the great saintly persons immediately desisted from going further and departed from the ashrama of nar narayana thereupon just to please his wife lord shiva said any male entering this place shall immediately become a female okay so now you understood because at that point in time there were um, all these people were roaming over there and they felt very ashamed seeing all this happening so what did they do they were trying to hide and go away at that point in time shiva said anybody who enters this particular zone will become a female thereupon just to please his wife lord shiva said any male entering this place shall immediately become a female since that time no male had entered that forest but now king sudyamana having been transformed into a female began to walk with his associates from one forest to another so naturally in this particular sudyamana has become a female sudyamana has been transformed into the best of the beautiful women who excite sexual desire and was surrounded by other women upon seeing this beautiful women loitering near his ashrama buddha the son of the moon immediately desired to enjoy okay so there is a moon king also the moon king has a son called buddha now buddha is also a planet you know that no so then what happens the beautiful woman also desired to accept buddha the son of the king of the moon as her husband thus buddha begot in her womb a son named pururava now we have already done the story of pururava so okay now we are just seeing his genesis i heard from reliable sources that king sudyamna the son of manu having thus achieved femininity remembered his familial spiritual master vashishta upon seeing sudyamna's deplorable condition vashishta was very much aggrieved desiring from for sudyamna to regain his maleness vashishta again began to lord, worship lord shankara by then a son was already born okay but he was very much upset about the whole thing so he took the name of his guru the guru is vashishta muni and vashishta muni then starts praying to the lord shiva o king parikshit lord shiva was pleased with vashishta 
देयर फॉर टू सेटिस्फाई हिम एंड टू कीप इज ओन वर्ड टू पार्वती लॉर्ड शिवा से टू द सेंटली पर्सन योर डिसाइपल सुद्युमना मे रिमेन अ मेल फॉर वन मंथ एंड अ फीमेल फॉर द नेक्स्ट इन दिस वे ही मे रूल द वर्ल्ड एज ई लाइक्स सो वन मंथ इज मेल एंड वन मंथ इज फीमेल सो टू मेनी कॉम्प्लिकेशंस नाउ सो इज ई गोइ टू गेट अ वाइफ और इज ई गोइ टू गेट अ हजबेंड आई डोंट नो Thus being favored by the spiritual master, according to the words of Lord Shiva, Sudhimna regained his desired maleness every alternate month, and in this way ruled the kingdom. Although the citizens were not satisfied with this, O King Sudhimna had three very pious sons, named Kutkala, Gaya, and Vimala, who became the king of the Dakshina Patha. Thereafter, when the time was ripe, when Sudhimna, the king of the world, was sufficiently old. He delivered the entire kingdom to his son, Pururava, and entered the forest. So this is how Sudhimna has become a male and a female at both the times, and then he has left the entire kingdom to his son, Pururava. So we have come to the end of this chapter. This is chapter one, canto nine. King Sudhimna becomes a woman. So this is the beginning of all this, uh, you know, the era that happens. Like say for example, even in the Bible it is mentioned about the birth, you know, the creation of Adam. But there is no Eve over there. Okay, and then the Eve is from the rib of Adam. She is created later on. So it is like that. So you will find that the creation in the beginning has so many twists and turns. So every time when you keep on reading a new new uh, beginning. it is going to be different different all the time okay so we shall do the next chapter so this will give us an idea about what are the different different kinds of you know dynasties that are there so we are doing chapter 2 the dynasties of the son of manu now there are various sons of manu by the way manu is always the first one the first the one the first one as we call adam over there here he is called manu okay So, chapter two, Canto nine, the dynasties of the sons of Manu. Sukhdev Goswami said, thereafter, when the son Sudhyumna had thus gone to the forest to accept the order of one Prastha, Vyavasvata Manu, that is Shraddha Dev, being desirous of getting more sons, performed severe austerities on the bank of Yamuna for one hundred years. Then, because of his desire for sons, the Manu, known as Shraddha Dev, worshipping the supreme Lord, the personality of God, the Lord of the demigods, thus he got ten sons exactly like himself. Among them all, Ishwaku was the eldest. Among these sons, Prasadra, following the order of the spiritual master, was engaged as a protector of cow. He also stands tall night with the sword and to give the cows protection. Once at night, while it was raining, a tiger entered the land of the cowshed. Upon seeing the cow, tiger, all the cows who were lying down got up in fear and scattered here and there on the land. So this is a story. When the very strong tiger sees the cow, the cow screamed in distress and fear. And Prasadra, hearing the screams, immediately followed the sound. He took up his sword, but because the stars were covered by cloud, he mistook the cow for the tiger and mistakenly cut off the cow's head with great force. So in the night he couldn't see whom he was slaughtering. So instead of killing the tiger, he goes and kills the cow. Now go hatya. is one of the things which are not allowed see today india is going through this stage 
where we are not allowed to kill the cows in India. You know that, no? Most of the states have banned cow slaughter. Uh, especially because the, in Hinduism, a cow is supposed to be a sacred animal. Because the tiger's ears had been cut by the edge of the sword, the tiger was very much afraid and fled from the place while bleeding on the street. In the morning, when Prasadra, who was quite able to subdue his enemy, saw that he had killed the cow, although at night he thought he had killed the tiger, he was very unhappy. Although Prasadra had committed the sin unknowingly, his family priest was sister, cursed him saying, In your next life, you shall not be able to become a Kshatriya. Instead, you shall take birth as a Shudra because of killing the cow. When the hero Prasadra was thus cursed by his spiritual master, he accepted the curse with folded hands. Then, having controlled his senses, he took the cow, vow of Brahmacharya, which is approved by all the great sages. I will finish this chapter. I think it's a small chapter. Thereafter, Prasadra gained relief from all the responsibilities, became peaceful in mind and established control over all his senses. Being unaffected by material conditions, being pleased with whatever was available by the grace of the Lord to maintain body and soul together, and being equal towards everyone, he gave full attention to the Supreme Personality of God, Vasudev, who is the transcendental super soul, free from material contamination. Thus, Prasadra, fully satisfied in the pure knowledge, always keeping the mind on the Supreme Personality of Godhead, achieved pure devotional service to the Lord and began travelling all over the world without affection for material activities as he was deaf, dumb and blind. So what does that person do? He has been cursed by his Guru. So now he is gone and become a devotee and he has taken up Brahman. Brahman means going around the world. With this attitude, Prasadra became a great saint. And when he entered the forest and saw a blazing forest fire, he took this opportunity to burn his body in the fire. Thus he achieved the transcendental spiritual world. See, there is thunder. You can hear. (laughs) So that is the reason why I think we will have to end the chapter very soon. Being reluctant to accept material enjoyment, Manu's youngest son, whose name was Kavi, gave up the kingdom before attaining full youth. Accompanied by his friends, he went to the forest, always thinking of the self-effulgent Supreme Personality of Godhead within the core of his heart. Thus, he attained perfection. This attaining perfection we have always done in the sense when you think about God alone, when your mind is clear, when your intellect is pure, all these things that are happening at that particular point in time, your intellect becomes absolutely pure and then you can reach divinity that is self-realization. From Karusa, another son of Manu came the Karusa dynasty, a family of Kshatriyas. The Karusa Kshatriyas was the king of the northern direction. They were celebrated protectors of Brahmanical culture and were all firmly religious. I think somebody's uh, mic is on. From the son of Manu's name Drashta came the Kshatriya caste called Drashta, whose members achieved the position of Brahmana in this world. Then from the son of Manu named Nagra came Sumati. From Sumati came Bhutta Jyoti and Bhut Jyoti came Vasu. The son of Vasu was Pratika, whose son was Oghavan. Oghavan's son was known as Oghavan, as Oghavan's daughter was Oghavati. Sudarshana married that daughter. This is just a lineage, we are drawing a lineage. From Narsiyanta came the son Chitrasena and from him came the son 
नेम रक्षा फ्रॉम रक्षा केम मिदवन फ्रॉम मिदवन केम पूर्णा एंड फ्रॉम पूर्णा केम इंद्रसेना फ्रॉम इंद्रसेना केम विठी विठ्योत्रा फ्रॉम विठ्योत्रा केम सत्यश्रवा फ्रॉम सत्यश्रवा द सन नेम उरुश्रवा एंड फ्रॉम उरुश्रवा केम देवदत्ता फ्रॉम देवदत्ता केम अ सन नोन एज अग्निवेश्या हु वॉज द फायर गॉड अग्नि हिमसेल्फ दिस सन हु वॉज द सेलिब्रेटेड सेन वॉज ऑल्सो नोन एज कनिना एंड जातु करण्या ओ किंग फ्रॉम द अग्निवेश्या केम द ब्राह्मणिकल डायनेस्टी नोन एज अग्निवेश्याना फ्रॉम दैट आई हैव डिस्क्राइब द डिसेंडेंट्स ऑफ नरसियाता लेट मी डिस्क्राइब द डिसेंडेंट ऑफ दिस्ता प्लीज हियर फ्रॉम मी दिस्ता इज द सन बाय द नेम नभागा दिस नभागा हु वॉज डिफरेंट फ्रॉम नभागा डिस्क्राइब अर्लियर बी लेटर बिकेम अ वैश्या बाय ऑक्युपेशनल ड्यूटी द सन ऑफ नभागा वॉज ऑल्सो नोन एज भलांदना द सन ऑफ भलांदना वॉज वत्स्प्रीति एंड द सन ऑफ प्रमसु प्रमसु सन वॉज प्रमिति प्रमिति सन वॉज खनित्रा खनित्रा सन वॉज चक्षुषा एंड ही सन वॉज विमिमसती द सन ऑफ विमिमसती वॉज रंभा हुज सन वॉज द ग्रेट एंड द रिलीजियस किंग खनिनेत्रा ओ किंग द सन ऑफ खनिनेत्रा वॉज किंग करधमना करधमा के सन नेम अविशिक एंड फ्रॉम अविक्षित सन नेम मरुता हु वॉज द एम्पर द ग्रेट मिस्टिक संवरता The son of Angira engaged Maruta in performing a sacrifice or a yagya. The sacrificial paraphernalia of King Maruta was extremely beautiful, for everything was made in gold. Indeed, no other sacrifice could compare to this. In that sacrifice, King Indra became intoxicated by drinking a large quantity of somrasa. The Brahmanas received ample contribution, and therefore they were satisfied. For that sacrifice, the various demigods who controlled the winds. Offered food stuff and Vishwadevas were members of the assembly. Varyutta, the son of Dama, Dama's son was Rajyavardhana. Rajyavardhana's son was Sudhirthi, and his son was Nara. The son of Nara was Kevala, and the son was Dunduman, whose son was Vegavan. Vegavan's son was Buddha, and Buddha's son was Trinabindu, who became the king of this earth. The best of the apsaras, the highly qualified girl named Alambusa. accepted this similarly qualified tribundu as her husband she gave birth to a few sons and a daughters known as ilavila against the great saints vishrava the master of the mystic yoga received absolute knowledge from his father he begot in the womb of ilavila the great celebrated son known as kuvera the giver of money so kuvera's birth is there pranabindu had three sons named vishala shunyabandu and dhumraketu Among these three, Vishala created a dynasty and constructed a place called Vaishali. The son of Vishala was named as Hemachandra. His son was Dhrumraksha, and his son was Samayama, whose son was Devaju and Krasaswa. The son of Krasaswa was Somadatta, who performed the Ashwamedh sacrifice and thus satisfied the supreme personality of God and Vishnu. By worshiping the supreme lord he achieved the most elevated post residence on the planet to which great mystic yogis are elevated the son of somadatta was sumati whose son was janmanjaya all these kings appeared in the dynasty of vishala properly maintained the celebrated position of pranabandhu so we have come to the end of this particular chapter the thing is it is all leading towards another story and the genesis has to be given where does that entire lineage start so the family tree has been mentioned over here and uh, i think we will stop over here because today 
it might rain suddenly and will suddenly the power will go off so i think i will stop over here okay